life's a bitch and you're here, dude. <laughs> hey, everybody. What's going on? Um, it's been a minute. It's definitely been a minute since we uh, last gathered together. And by we, I mean me sitting down and talking into a microphone. Um, honestly, I'm just going to chalk it up to some mental health issues <laughs> and, um, you know, really taking a moment to regroup myself because it's 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 extremely easy for me to get uh, very sidetracked and then um, take on way too many projects and then become very overwhelmed by those decisions. So um, in, uh, in efforts to try to limit that, um, I'm taking my passion projects little by little. And as you should as well, if there's multiple things that you should be passionate about and you want to do multiple things, like I'm definitely a doer, I'm definitely an actioner, um, but I'm also really, I get, I can get really burned out really quickly. So it's kind of like, I'm also a Pisces, if you can't tell, <laughs> I am definitely, I start a lot of things and I have a lot of fire behind them. And then more times than, than not, um, I definitely lose my gusto. But um, for the, some reason, this this podcast, as well as my YouTube channel, you know, those two passion projects of mine, like I am literally clawing um, at, and I still have them in my grasp, and I'm not letting them go because there's something, I think, within all of us that when we want to put our minds to something and we just don't want it to become like all the other passion projects or decisions that we made previously, we want to follow through and we want to, you know, we want to make them good. So um, that's where I'm at right now, and I'm just taking it step by step. So I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you're with me. Um, first of all, hey. Hey, what's going on? Um, little life, I'm dying. <laughs> little life update here. Um, we have recently moved in with my boyfriend in a new apartment with at a great price. So we're really, really happy about that. Um, and then like literally days after that was a big move, we also went down to Florida for my boyfriend's first Ironman. And um, that was an incredible experience. And, and I'm just very so proud of him. So it's just been one big life event after another. And it's kind of nice that everything is just simmering down for a second so I can just catch my breath and refocus. And um, besides mental, you know, my mental health, you know, with life, big life events literally following each other, um, as well as I got a job as well. So like another one, um, of course, you know, these things, these passion projects are things that I, I absolutely love to do kind of fell to the back burner um, because there's just way too much going on. And, and I just needed to, you know, really wrap my head around what I want to do and what I value and what I consider is important. So um, this is this is what I consider is important. So hello. Hi. We are going to be talking about something really, really near and dear to my heart um, because I don't think we like to talk about them a lot. Um, but before we get into it, I'm on TikTok. Follow me if you get a chance. I'm also on Instagram. TikTok, it is process that she. <laughs> uh, if you just look up process that she, as in like S-H-I-I-I-I, um, you'll find me. I'll pop up. I'm wearing a flannel. I'm looking up into the skies. Um, <laughs> it's one of my favorite pictures. It's not the most flattering, but I think it's really full of wonder and and. I don't know. I just love it. So if you see that, give me a follow. It's one of my favorite things. One of my pastime, one of my favorite pastime things to do is just make TikToks um, and, and, you know, 
for fun, for self-growth, for, you know, self-care awareness, um, for self-love, like you name it, bitch, I got it. So give that a follow, um, as well as the Instagram that's processing the process podcast, no spaces, no numbers, no nothing. Um, I'm not as active on my Instagram as I'd like to be, but that's one of my goals that I'm hoping that I can change. Um, honestly, it's a little hard. It's a little hard to juggle all these things on top of a 40, 40 hour job, but, um, you know, one thing at a time. So without further ado, let's get into the nitty gritty of today. So literally buckle up because there's a reason why we're calling these self-care uglies because they really are ugly and no one really wants to deal with them and we just kind of ignore them. So um, without further ado, today's the day we dive into self-care uglies. So about almost three years ago, I graduated from Marywood University. And one of our last projects that we had to do for our senior whatever <laughs> was something that had to do with what we learned and the job that we would like to have in the future. And honestly, I couldn't really find anything that really fit what I was looking for, but I was really down to create an event that just circled around self-care, self-love, and acceptance, and obviously just a universal understanding that everyone goes through shit, and it's about time that we understand that so we don't feel so alone. Um, and it was such a wonderful event. It was awesome. It was actually called Wonderfully You, um, and it was just it was just really fun. We, we talked, we discussed uh, a lot of body image issues, we discussed insecurities, we discussed all kinds of stuff, um, but we also ended the whole event with a nice little 30-minute Zumba workout, so it was fantastico. You know, fast forward, you know, three years from that, here we are post-pandemic, um, and self-care just seems to be center stage, which is great. I'm very, very happy about this because I've been, this is, this has been something, this has been a passion of mine for a long time, you know, advocating that you need to take care of yourself and you need to take that seriously and, you know, blah, blah, da, da, da. But what I've been noticing with, you know, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook that, you know, pedal self-care. We're not really peddling the dark side of self-care. And I think it's about time that someone talks about that because I don't really think it's talked about, to be honest. Um, what is self-care uglies? So I'll, ex this is my definition of it because I don't really think there's an actual definition of it, but it's just the term that I give it. So self-care uglies is the dark side of self-care, like I said before. And what that means is, you know, we can take all kinds of mud mask and bubble baths and glasses of wine and like low-key nights watching Netflix, you know, those are great examples of different types of self-care, uh, physical self-care, but we're not really, we're kind of ignoring the emotional and mental side of self-care. And that's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> it doesn't just stop at those, you know, physical actions. Those physical actions are appreciated and they are important, but, um, self-care uglies, they're, you know, they're the dirty work. That represents the work in which we need to get our hands dirty a little bit in order to become, you know, better versions of ourselves for ourselves, but also for the relationships we surround ourselves with. Um, so yeah. Self-care uglies is like looking in the mirror and absorbing who we are and what we can work on to be better understanding versions of ourselves. 
that's basically what it is. And some of those self-care uglies, you know, they're not the most fun to do. A lot of it is transparency, like practicing transparency with yourself and others. Um, but we have some tips today. Don't you worry because self-care uglies is scary. And there's a reason why we tend to ignore these things because it's easier just to, you know, take a bath and do a mud mask than to explore why, you know, you feel a certain way. Um, you know, cause some of the self-care uglies also involves discovering past traumas and understanding them and accepting them and, you know, moving forward with them. So it is important to carve out some time to physically take care of you. Um, but we're just, we're going to be diving into the emotional side of it. Ultimate self-care to me almost is like standing at a crossroads for this specific reason. Like if we want to work on ourselves, we need to take that yeet in the street um, or, or else we'll just keep on going the path or the pattern that we've continuously have gone over and over again with little to no success or little to no change. Um, and uh, part of self-care uglies is realizing that, oh, I need to work on myself. Like I need to do something. It's not everybody else's problem, but mine. And that's okay. You gotta own it. When we face our uglies, it allows us to be better humans, meaning we can connect with other people easier. You know, when we start understanding why we act a certain way, why we behave a certain way, why we think a certain way, you know, we can connect with other people. We can start creating empathy just out of thin air when we start diving into ourselves and understanding ourselves better. Um, so without further ado, so the first self-care ugly that we should definitely start off with um, is if you happen to fall off the bandwagon of establishing a healthy habit, it's okay. There's no pressure here. Oh, my boyfriend and I like to tell each other when we start feeling kind of anxiety because, you know, growing up in our households that we have grown up in, you know, we tend to still have anxiety to this day when we do certain things or we make decisions. So one of our favorite phrases to say to each other as just a, a way of grounding is, hey, there's no rules. Meaning like, yeah, obviously there's laws, you know, you can't be doing crazy illegal stuff, but there's no rules. There's nobody governing you to tell you what you can and, and cannot do. So when you do fall off a healthy habit bandwagon, there's no one there going to be upset with you or yell at you or make you feel bad. The only person that's making you feel guilty is you. So let's work on that. Okay. Falling off of a, a healthy bandwagon, it's inevitable, especially if it's, you know, if it's new. I mean, there's some people out there who can adopt new healthy habits and then it just sinks in and becomes part of their routine. Good for them. They get a gold star. That's amazing, but that's not me. Say you wanted to incorporate more yoga in your lifestyle or more meditation in your lifestyle, or let's just make it even more simple, like actually creating a skin routine because this is important to you and creating some type of routine makes you feel good. Um, although that's great and you're doing it and we're, I'm proud of you and you're awesome, but there's going to be a point where there's going to be almost external reasons as to why you're pushed off of this little healthy habit establishing phase that you started. 
Um, and that could be like, you know, depression and anxiety or life events or, you know, you name it. There's just multiple reasons why people get steered away from establishing their healthy habit. Regardless of what it is, it's okay. And the reason why I say it's okay is because of this. Are you ready? Because I don't think you are. Accept your defeat. Assuming you did to aspire to actually establish a healthy habit, you know, accept your defeat and try it again tomorrow. It doesn't have to be physically tomorrow, but it could be another time within the next coming week, the weekend, next week. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many more opportunities out there to try it again. Life is full of tries again. Whoever, dis- whoever decided to be like three strike rule out for everything else besides baseball can go screw themselves because that's dumb. Giving yourselves only three chances to perfect something or to be successful at it is absolutely ludicrous. So it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense that we apply it to self-care and, you know, loving ourselves and accepting ourselves and really being that supportive system for ourselves when we need it the most. If you fall off of that healthy habit, it's perfectly normal, first of all. Um, our minds go right to, oh my God, you fail. Why can't you do this? Why can't you continue this? Everyone else can continue this. Well, not everyone else can. Majority of us struggle with this exact same thing. Um, so get that out of your brain. No one's, you know, there's nobody here you're supposed to be comparing yourself to. Um, your mind just runs rampant. So it's about time that we start stopping that and rewire that so that, you know, when we do come to a crossroad where we have to where we fall off establishing a healthy habit, we're able to get back on that horse tomorrow or the next day or maybe a couple days from that point. Just like, don't feel guilty. (laughs) Whatever you do, when you're ready and in seek of change, you'll try it again. It doesn't make you a quitter. It doesn't make you anything, at least in my rule book. It just makes you human. But routine's really comforting. And with when, when you do find that healthy habit and you establish it and you practice it and it becomes routine, there is this, you know, you start to feel a little comfortable. There's a reason why we love routines. You know, doing the same thing over and over again, it gives us a sense of control. And that's good. Um, but when we start falling off that healthy establishing bandwagon, that healthy habit establishing bandwagon, um, one of the first things that kind of flutters through our minds is um, that we're a quitter, that we're a failure. And that's not it. That's not it. If anything, if you start feeling that way, what has helped me is redirect, like redirecting that thought. Um, oh, you're a failure. You know, why can't you do this? Um, you know, why, why doesn't this not work for you? And that's, it gives that opportunity for you to be like, well, why doesn't it work for me? Obviously I want to do it and it, and it's a healthy habit that I should establish, you know, for the long run, because I want to take care of myself. Why is it not working? And then from there, you can, you can basically decide whether you don't want to try this anymore. You want to try something different. That's more, you know, your speed or you want to continue trying this, but in a different way or, or a different method. So, for example, skincare is like really dense. There always seems like there needs to be something else that we need to buy for this, that, and the other thing. Um, but if it's it's in a physical world, like if something doesn't work for your skin, you know, you could A, stop using it, try something else, or B, figure out if you're using it incorrectly and try it again. 
I mean, if you boil it down to just simple terms like that, like if it's so easy for us to do that with just, you know, skincare products that we should be able to do that with ourselves. But again, like I said, if that, if you fall off, it's okay. You're human. It's normal. Let's try it again tomorrow. (laughs) Um, Number two, practice what you motherfucking preach. I can say this all day because... This is something that I struggle with a lot Um, because one of my main motivations for this podcast and for the YouTube channel and even TikTok in general is I do not want to tell other people, like suggest suggest self-care and self-love tips and, you know, advice if I'm not falling through on those tips and advices. If I'm just sitting here and telling telling you what you could do to help you, but I'm not doing those things to help me, it's like the last thing I want to do is talk about these things um, without any gusto behind them. N- no experimentation behind these words. Anything that I say I have been through and I have tried and it has helped me and that's based off my experience and I'm sharing that so that it it could be helpful to someone else or or not. Um, But yeah, I don't mean to call you on your bullshit, but like honestly I am, but in, in the most lovingly way I can possibly do. When we instinctively give advice to our loved ones, we are giving them the best versions of ourselves and what we would do in their situations, right? Sometimes life works out the way, you know, you're literally given an opportunity to physically talk about your inner self. And when you're giving this uh, the said advice to your loved ones, it almost works out that sometimes by giving that opportunity for you to talk freely with your friends and give them advice, it's almost like you ha- you're also physically talking to yourself. Um, I've had that happen so many times when my friend would come to me and talk about something that's going on with them. And my advice that I would give them is something that I should be giving myself for A, B, and C because I'm not doing that at that moment in time. Are we staying true to ourselves and the advice that we give? That's basically one of the biggest self-care uglies. Um, To be in such a connection with yourself Um, enough that when you do give advice and when you do talk to your friends like this is this is pure stuff it's not just like you know that one friend that just says oh that's wild every single time like they're not really paying attention they're just kind of inputting to make you feel better but in this reality if you are practicing what you preach then it's also going to help you learn how to listen to others better when you start listening to yourself and being true to yourself and being transparent with yourself and giving the advice in which you have led and learned and experienced experienced. And even if you were to give it to someone else, you could still listen to it and absorb it yourself because sometimes that's just how life happens. All right. Number three, stop your bullshit. Just knock it off and take responsibility for your life. Okay. That's, that is like, if there's one important one here that we're going to talk about today, this is it. This is it. I don't, I can't tell you, I cannot tell you how many people I have personally met where they refuse to take responsibility for their lives. And, you know, of course, their life is in complete chaos. You know, the world is falling apart around them. And, you know, for the most part, they don't see a way out. And I understand being in the cave, and which I mean, my, you know, depression, being in the cave. Um, I understand that point, but this is kind of different 
from that. This is more of understanding your behaviors and seeing what you can do to be a better listener, be a better person, to be, be a better friend, be a, a, a better, you know, any role that you take in your life. This is how you start. It's by claiming your bullshit and stopping your bullshit. That's it. <laughs> because I don't think a lot of us understand that, yeah, there's common, there's clear enemies that we have in our lives, right? But we don't really accept the fact that we are our own enemies sometimes. You know, toxic behaviors that we've kind of adopted from our friends, our families, our ex-boyfriends, our ex-girlfriends, you know, sometimes those straight, those traits kind of keep following us while we progress in our lives. And if we're not turning around to look at those traits and identify them and figure out why I act this way or why I behave this way, where is this coming from? We're almost enabling that behavior to continue. Um, but while we take no blame for any of the fires that we start because of said behavior, you have to stop your shit. Being in therapy and learning how to process my emotions and and understand me better, I actually learned that there were some toxic traits that I had within me that for some reason I couldn't break for a long time. Um, but by practicing, you know, mindfulness and I don't know, just, you know, thinking about the things that you do before that you do them kind of thing helped me kind of get an edge on what those toxic traits were and try to, you know, rework them for them to be gone completely or, you know, to avoid them. Like I'm still working on it. Like, so a big toxic trait of mine is, you know, growing up, my mom would always talk to me and my sister. She would always talk shit about my dad to me and my sister. And, you know, I'm sure I'm not alone in that one. Um, but I kind of learned that for some reason men don't do anything and all they want is, you know, basically to be man babies and to be taken care of. And my mom was always huffing and puffing and, you know, which is, you know, kind of, um, made sense because she wasn't really getting what she needed emotionally, um, that support, you know. So, of course, that kind that frustration showed its head in other situations. So some of that toxic trait has been pushed onto me. And, you know, living with my boyfriend, you know, everything is cool and fine, two stoners having a good time. But I find myself reverting back to this mentality that, oh, he's not doing this, that, and the other thing. He's a lazy piece of shit. Blah, 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 blah. I can't believe it. Like, no, <laughs> he's not. You know, he, there's, life is not so black and white. Like it is what, what it used to be for my parents. That is, my relationship is not my parents. Bottom line, we have a different dynamic. He supports me emotionally. We are just completely different than my parents' relationships, and I had to accept that as well so that I can start treating him better, almost. I'm not just having these weird expectations that I kind of created in my head when there was no need to create those expectations at all. So, stop your shit. I think people forget that we're allowed to take some blame when things happen, when when fights occur, when arguments happen, when, you know, 
I don't know, when you, we feel hurt by some by someone or we'll, you know, whatever, we, we tend to forget that we can take blame for that. But I'm not saying like take blame and feel guilty about your actions. No, no, no. I'm saying take responsibility for your actions. That means saying sorry for something that you did. That's okay. For example, um, recently there was something going on internally that I just couldn't really articulate. Um, and I knew something was going on, but I really didn't understand it. And uh, of course, all of that pent up whatever uh, resulted in a little bit of an argument between my boyfriend and I. And I remember storming out of our little stoner haven, which is supposed to be a, a place of kumbaya, <laughs> um, going down to my room and just, or our room, and just crying. And really having that moment and thinking that, oh, he doesn't love me, he hates me, blah, 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 the whole nine yards. But really, I had a good cry, but there was a moment where it was like a light switch for me, where I was like, you know, what just happened? Why are you upset? What What's going on here? Um, which then prompted me to write these things down. And by the time I was done writing these things down, there was only one of them that had to do with him and it had nothing to do with really anything at all. It was just a, you know, I reacted a certain way to, you know, a snippy thing that he said, you know what I'm saying? Like things that are water under the bridge, but for some reason I stayed on it. But I was able to come back to that, you know, place with him and be like, hey, I'm sorry I did all this. I want you to know that there's a lot going on in my mind and I wrote it all down and I would love to talk about it. And from that point on, we were able to talk about it and move forward. Um, yeah. <laughs> so own, own your bullshit, please, for the love of God. Another self-care ugly that is really hard to accept and it has to do with control is that it's no matter what the situation is, you have to trust that it's going to work out, whether it be in your benefit or not. You kind of have to just trust that it will. Um, that's the hardest one, I think, for me, um, because for the most part, whenever I'm stressing out about something or there's something happening, I don't know, like I'm putting way too much thought into something and, and the result of what it could be, you know, thinking about it all the time. Ends up working itself out in the end, and after that, it's not much of a thought anymore. It's absolutely gone from my mind. So, with that knowledge in mind, anything that has come to me has presented to me, which is could be slightly, uh, you know, challenging or hard to handle um, because of my anxiety. Uh, it's it's really beneficial for me to almost realize that it's it's going to work out. An example of this would be, you know, while we were getting ready to go to my boyfriend's first Ironman race, um, we had a lot of complications. <laughs> it just seemed like there was a lot of things going on, um, and it's really easy for someone to be to feel defeated. Um, but there's just this 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 clarity in the back of my mind where I knew everything was going to be okay and it was going to work out regardless of what happened. And in that situation, I knew it was going to work out for the better and for the benefit of us. Um, I couldn't tell you why. I just knew it. And and uh, I think with practicing that mentality, accepting your fate, it just makes things a lot easier. <laughs> like knowing something's going to work out right, is one thing. But also accepting that it could be in your favor, but it also couldn't be in your favor. Either one is fine. Either one's okay. 
Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And that leads us to it is what it is. We're going to have a whole episode on it is what it is because I think that is such a beautiful philosophy. Um, Because honestly, sometimes things just happen and we got to just accept those cards, those, those cards that we're given. And then last but not least for today, you know, kind of following with practice what you're preaching, listen to yourself. Really open your ears and listen to yourself. Um, it could be small things like listening to your stomach when your stomach's like, hey, feed me, motherfucker. <laughs> or, or listening to, you know, your mind where it's like, hey, I think I just need a break. I, my, my, I feel very overwhelmed and I just need to lay down for a second. That's fine, too. Your body knows exactly what it wants, what it needs. And it'll tell you. We just got to be open to it. We just got to be aware that it's, you know, able to communicate these things. And once we once we accept that we can have an open communication line between us and our physical selves, <laughs> you know, it's almost like there's a little bit more clarity when when our when our bodies and our minds and our souls were able to talk to ourselves. Um, and things just get easier <laughs> because now we have someone who we know is completely predictable and will tell us exactly what they need when they need it. I don't know about you, but that's like comforting for some reason. You know, I'm, it's so often for me, I hate being around people who are unpredictable, um, you know, with their emotions and how they treat other people. Like, it's just, I don't, being on my toes and feeling like walking on eggshells, it's just not a good look for me. <laughs> but, you know, do, practicing all of this kind of makes me almost like a safe haven for myself because I know how I'm going to react and I know what I need and I know if I don't if I have a question if I if I wonder how I'm going to react how what I want if I'm hungry or not like I know she's going to tell me in her own way I just got to listen so let's run through the list real quick right number 1 if you fall off the bandwagon it's okay you're not a failure just let's try again tomorrow. It's okay. You don't need to feel guilty about nothing. No rules. Number two, practice what you preach. Walk it like you talk it. If you want to promote light and love and self-love and acceptance, then you better do that too, honey child. I'm so, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. But if you're telling other people to do that, then you better do it yourself. Oh, Kurt. <laughs> Uh, number three, stop your shit. Own your shit. Take responsibility for your actions. Take responsibility for you. It's no one else's life but your own. No one else's, you know, even when someone hurts you, it's, you know, <sighs> finding fault in other people is so easy, but finding fault in yourself, that's hard because we, we dance on this fine line of becoming these guilty vessels that we carry for the rest of our lives. And that's not how it's supposed to be. We're not supposed to feel guilty. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're supposed to feel eh, maybe slight guilt. We're supposed to feel a little guilty, but we're supposed to do something about that and move on. Release it. Um, number four, it's going to work out. No matter what that situation is, whether it be in your benefit or not, it's going to work out. So relax. 
And last, listen to yourself because she knows. She knows exactly what you need when you need it. When you start to ignore yourself, of course you're going to feel, you know, out of, you know, tangent with yourself. And that's not good. We need to feel a rhythm between, you know, our physical selves and our inner selves. Once those things are connected, boy, you better watch out. To be honest, more recently, I've been trying to be a better listener with uh, my mind and my body, and it has been a rewarding decision. Communication has been so clear, uh, very, very clear that, you know, it's never been that clear before in my life. So very, very grateful for that. I'm also grateful for you. <laughs> Thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for absorbing. I love you. I accept you. Um, and you should do that to yourself as well. Love you and accept you as well. Do something for you today, tomorrow, the next day, whatever. Do something for you. And you'll be surprised when you start when you start incorporating these like self self-love, self-love um, actions. You'll notice something. Well, more recently, I actually uh, recently speaking of uh, being in communication with your physical self and your inner self, there has to be like this. There has to be that communication channel to feel focused and to feel like like as one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was recently talking to a friend who I would love to get on this podcast and talk to. Um, but uh, she was struggling with a lot of things, uh, struggling with her own depression. And um, she's finally kind of edged herself out of her cave and really, you know, jumped back into reality. Um, and she was telling me how just, you know, going to the gym and getting her body moving was really helpful for her mental health. And I thought that was so beautiful because here's, you know, going to the gym, lifting things, you know, running, you know, you're, you're, you're forcing your mind to become aware of your physical self and you're forcing your physical self to become aware of your mind. Um, because you need to work together in order for you to see results if you're working on certain muscle groups or if you're even just running on a treadmill, like being aware of how your feet are being placed and where you're, how hard your knees are driving and, you know, wh where's this, are, am I going to incline my treadmill? What am I going to do with my body to whatever, you know. You know how to do this. We all know how to do this. We all know how to connect our mind to our body. It's just up to us whether we want to do that or not. And I'm telling you, you need to. You have to. If you want to survive, if you want to be a parent one day and you don't want to carry all this baggage on you, right? We got to do some self-care ugly work. That's it. We can't be dragging in our past traumas and how our, you know, family heartaches. We got to let that shit go. Focus on ourselves, refocus, release, and move forward. That's all the time I have today. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.
So regardless of what's going on and, and what's you're feeling around, like we're allowed to have this reaction to what's going on around us. But it takes a lot of mental work to rewire our reactions, understand why we're acting this way, rethink and change our perspective so that we don't react that way anymore. And, and it's not it's not easy. It's not easy. It's almost one of the most hardest things to do when it comes to a self-care ugly and taking care of yourself. Um, besides, obviously, being true to you and putting some elbow grease into digging deep into your trauma. And, besides that, <laughs> understanding that life sometimes will not go the way you want it to be, and that's okay. There's something liberating about it. I don't know. There's just something more relaxing. It's almost like now, now I know the future almost. I don't really know the future specifically, but I know that in whatever circumstance I go through, I could have favor, but I also couldn't. Regardless of that, I'm okay with whatever that end result could be. I have met peace with whatever that result is. So, those are five self-care uglies for today. I'm hoping that maybe I can churn some more out sometime soon in the future. I'm writing them shits down anytime they come to my brain. But these self-care uglies, man, these are the things that I, part of the, the things that I've learned during the last year and a half of, you know, starting my self-care journey and, and really just loving myself the way I need to and, and showing myself the support when I need it and we're feeling good. They're feeling very good. So I'm very happy I am back. I finally got my Instagram back after trying to log into my Instagram for this podcast several times and it's just not working, but I finally got it back. So um, please give it a follow. It is Processing the Process podcast. I'm going to start posting more on there now that I have full access to it again. Very excited about that. Um, but other than that, I, I hope that with whatever I said today, you know, if there's something that I said really resonated with you, related to you, and you're able to kind of take a little piece of it or the whole thing and shove it into your pocket so you can keep it for another time and reflect on the words that I was saying. And no means that I'm a therapist or nutritionist or I claim to know everything in the world because I don't. I am constantly learning every day every day about me and about the relationships around me and about life itself and uh, I'm not perfect okay so all I am saying is that what I'm talking on is the experience that I've had and just some of the things that I've learned along the way that I would love to share with anyone who's willing to listen so yes <laughs> I love you I care for you I am here for you um and uh yeah, it's nice to be back. Uh, it's nice to be back. I love you. No, it's nice to be back. Um, have a great weekend or have a great week, whatever, wherever this podcast episode lands on for you. Um, enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. And remember to do at least one thing for you. It could be that physical self-care, that's fine, but mainly listen to what you want, listen to what you desire, and listen to, you know, your true self. 
and what it needs at this moment and give it to you. You, If you start doing that for yourself, you start showing up for yourself in that kind of way, you're going to unlock some awesome-ass doors. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Bye, everybody. Um, anyway, have a nice whatever day or whatever. I don't know. Love you, love you, love you. Bye, everybody. Also, I forgot to mention before we get off here, um, along with, you know, the race and, and finally moving in with my boyfriend after eight years of being together, um, and, you know, kind of being ready for a change in my life specifically and just kind of letting it happen in its natural course and unfolding the way it's supposed to, I was presented with a job opportunity, a job opportunity that I am am able to continue to work from home and do everything that I basically know how to do because of, you know, working in the industry that I've been working in. Um, so I was able to secure another job that, um, is definitely a pay grade raise from where I am. So really, really feeling grateful recently and, and honestly very excited for life at the moment. So that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> I didn't, I just, I wanted to include that real quick, but yeah, 